episode of It's Okay Friend. I'm your host Level, and today we're still going to be talking about gender and sexuality. Like, what the hell did you think I was going to talk about? It's the Pride Month, you know. <laughs> but then, so yes, we are still on sexuality and gender because it's still Pride Month. So there's nothing else to talk about when it's Pride Month. Okay. So today I'm going to be informing you and basically telling you or well more like finding out with you or sharing my findings with you about the origin and basically explaining what homosexuality is but more specifically we're going to be looking at lesbians in this episode so without uh, wasting any time right let's start on it right so the word lesbian is derived from the name of a Greek island of Lesbos. Yes. And it was home to the 6th century BCE poet Sappho. So Significant to all of this. Um, let's read about, shall we? So, from various Asian writings, historians gathered that a group of young women were left in supposed charge for the instruction of cultural edification. Love suffers poetry survives, but her remaining poetry reflects the topics she wrote about women's daily lives, their relationships, and rituals. She focused on beauty of women and proclaimed her love for girls. Before the mid 19th century, the word lesbian referred to any derivative or aspect of lesbos, including a type of wine. Carrying on with this, in Algernon, Charles Swinburne's 1866 poem, Suffix, I do realize that pronunciation is not something that I'm good at, but anyway, let's carry on. The term lesbian appears twice, but capitalized both times after twice, meaning the island of Lesbos, and so can be construed to mean from the island of Lesbos. Lesbos. In 1875, George Saint in writing about Baudelaire's poetry refers to his lesbian studies in which he includes his poem about the passion of Delphine, which is a poem simply about love between two women which does not mention the island of Lesbos, though the other poem alluded to entitled Lesbos does. Interesting, isn't it? That uh, in actual fact, the name lesbian is from 
an island in which a woman was in charge of other women, younger women, and she wrote about them and proclaimed the, her love for them. So I guess it does make sense why they used the word lesbian. You know, very interesting. Use of the word lesbianism to describe erotic relationships between women had been documented in 1870. In 1890, the term lesbian was used in a medical dictionary as an adjective to describe tribadism as lesbian love. That's what tribadism means. The terms lesbian, invert, and homosexual were interchangeable with syphist and syphism around the turn of the 20th century. Hmm. We're really finding out some things, eh? I did not know this. I did not know it. I just, you know, I didn't even think of... um, Now that I think about it, right out of all the genders okay no let me not say that when i think about it bisexual it was easy for me to understand why they said bisexual you know to bi means to and sexual means sexual explain sexual but you know what sexual is and so i could basically understand why they used bisexual you know transsexual as well i could also understand it because it wasn't entirely about the transformation but like to me it was always like before i found out okay let me say this before i found out that you don't have to go through transformation to be transgender um or transsexual trans was simply to show that you know this person transitioned from their biological gender to the gender that they actually feel that they are you know that they are not the gender that they were given but the gender that they actually are that's what i thought and so for me transsexual transgender and bisexual was easy for me to understand as well as polygender and polyamory and all of that it was easier for me to understand because poly is more than three well mostly it was like four but then we know that when they use it within words it's it's a lot let me say that it's a lot and so that it was easy for me to understand i never understood why they used lesbian what the name. like i did kind of guess that it's derived from some word but i actually never knew what the word was and which language it was derived i mean like my guess was between greek and latin but i was leaning more to latin even though i don't know latin but like you know we have so many words there are so many words in english that are derived from latin you know but anyway let's get back to this we are learning okay we are here to learn and inform ourselves now I know lesbian is a Greek I mean it's derived from the Greek word lesbos which is an island (laughs) 
of basically I'm gonna assume the first lesbians to ever live although I don't think that it is the first lesbians to ever live let me say the first recorded lesbians yeah I'm gonna go with that <laughs> please go ahead and, and um, feel free to tell me that what I'm saying is bullshit I mean I know it's it's, it's not fully the truth <laughs> but then yes anyway let's carry on um where were we okay the use of lesbian in medical literature became prominent by 1925 the word was recorded as a noun to mean the female equivalent of sodomite okay uh, before we carry on let's find out what sodomite is right sodomy or burglary is generally anal or oral sex between people or sexual activity between a person and a non-human animal but it may also mean any pro procreate any non-procreative sexual activity huh interesting 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 this is wow okay so if so sodomite basically is having non-procreative sexual activity so if you do anal if you do oral sex if you do finger play because well technically it is a sexual activity and you, do, you know um use of sex toys that sodomite well more like sodomy or burglary you know <laughs> i might just write an erotic book just just use these words <laughs> for real i'm kidding no but actually if i was good at writing i would definitely definitely use these words it is interesting but yes okay i just i can't i don't know why i'm excited about this word but i'm excited about this word <laughs> okay the next okay let's carry on the development of medical knowledge was a significant factor in the further connotations of the term lesbian. In the middle of the 19th century, medical writers attempted to establish ways to identify male homosexuality, which was considered a significant social problem in most Western societies. In categorizing behavior that indicated that was referred to as inversion by German sexologist Magnus Hirschfeld. I'm not sure if I pronounced it right, but I'm pretty sure I pronounced it right because it kind of is Afrikaans, you know. But anyway, researchers categorized what was normal sexual behavior for men and women, and therefore to what extent men and women varied from the perfect male sexual type and the perfect female sexual type. So inversion, for those that do not know what it is, is a term used by sexologists primarily in the late 19th and early 20th century to refer to homosexuality. <laughs> Sexual inversion was believed to be an inborn reversal of gender traits. Male inverts were to a greater or lesser degree inclined to traditional degree pursuits. Hmm. 
act of sexual inversion was just to refer to homosexuality. Interesting. And interesting how in the 19th and early 20th century, sexologists were like, you know, sexual inversion is an inborn reversal of gender traits. So basically for you to be homosexual, you basically had to have the opposite gender's innate traits, you know, as in if you are a man and you were gay, well, for you to be classified as gay, so to speak, you had to be feminine, basically, dress as a woman, then, um, be submersive, I guess, fragile, you know, all the bullshit that females are meant to be, and whereas with females, if you are considered lesbian, well, for you to be classified as lesbian in the early, uh, in late 19th and early 20th century, then you had to be like a man, you know, masculine, strong, dominant, all the bullshit that men are supposed to be, um, echoed, echoed, interesting, 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 it's really, this is so dumb, you know when you read on history, about these things, you're just like, what? It means no You know? Ugh, like, it's so stupid. It is really stupid. Reading on these things is really stupid. Anyway, now, we know where the word lesbian is derived from. feel out of place because um there would be no reason to feel out of place because we're all human right so if we're all human and we lived just as human with no title whatsoever no one would feel out of place because we're all human you know i don't know if you understand what i'm saying i'm probably not making sense but like yeah you know 
that's what it is anyways now that we looked at the history of lesbianism let's look at the flag yeah the history of it and everything so to begin with the very first flag was made in 1999 made by a cis gender gay man um sean campbell all right and with this um it was the laborious lesbian flag that was the well that is the first known lesbian flag let me say that let me say it was the first one that's the first known lesbian flag because for all we know there could have been another lesbian flag that we have we don't know of but people back then do so explaining the flag right now the laborers there's a double-sided x used in the flag and there that is like in the middle of it of the flag um i'm talking about the black white and purple flag that's one that we're talking about now this um the reason why they use the labels the double-sided the double-sided the double-headed x not the double-sided the double-headed x the reason why they used that was because in the 1970s it was a popular lesbian feminist symbol did you guys for those who have identified as lesbians for as long as they can remember do you guys did you guys know this or did i just give you the information that you didn't know did I pop you can't see this but i just did a finger gun but anyway that doesn't matter right and the black tri- triangle represents the holocaust and the triangles nazis used to mark lesbians in the concentration camps what the purple means they didn't write what it means but i'm guessing it's used to make it i don't know feminine without using the typical pink um color i think that's my guess i don't know if you know please let me know you know because we all want to be informed here right but of course not a lot of people were happy about this flag because it was a uh, well because number one the imagery of the holocaust um reminder basically um the triangle yeah the, the triangle that they used during the holocaust thing yeah so a lot of people were not quite happy about that because i mean it is understandable that triangle could can be um traumatic for holocaust survivors and people who actually lost people people who lost loved ones from that so it is understandable that it does cause a lot of concern you know because it does bring back a horrible memory because quite honestly i actually didn't even know that um they put for every okay let me not say every but i didn't know that you had to they put 
some form of symbol on you uh, during the Nazi period to identify you. You know, I mean, I knew about the the Jewish one, but I didn't know about others. I mean, I knew that they did persecute homosexuals, but I didn't know that they actually were mocked in any form of way. I, I didn't know that, and now I know. Now we know. And also, um, the reason why this flag is also, the reason why other people are actually also not quite happy about this um, is because, well, the flag was being used by trans exclusionary lesbians or trans exclusionary feminists, in which exclusionary means, I'll tell you that, relating to or categorized by the exclusion of something, especially from a contact so basically this flag wasn't inclusive to trans lesbians and trans feminists I'm not sure if I explained that right but yes so yeah so unfortunately in the 70s Lesbian feminists were exclusionary when it came to transgender women, which, quite frankly, it doesn't make sense because they are women. Just because there's transgender before that doesn't make a difference. It's just they're women, you know. But it is that. And then after that, we got the lipstick lesbian flag, in which that one was basically made to represent the feminine lesbians as you can imagine not a lot of people were happy about that because it was very exclusive like the aunt the the aunt one type of lesbians you know they are even though lesbianism has a spectrum so the fact that um they used that it was like okay y'all aren't coming too much now and then of course um, from the lesbian flag they created another flag that basically looked better I guess I don't know that was derived from the lesbian um, I mean the lipstick lesbian flag although with that one they simply um, removed the the lipstick but then now they changed it um, there's a, a new new and with this one it's basically wait let me see if i can find it real quick because now i had it in front of me and now it's gone i had it in front of me and it's gone i hate this but then yes so um but then yes now it's with this one it's orange at the top 
becoming lighter and then white and then it's almost purplish pinkish becoming dark yes and so um basically what that meant was um i literally had it here it was right here i'm so dumb oh here it is <laughs> oh, please forgive me it is four in the morning and i haven't slept so please forgive my darkness right now anyway um so they created a new flag now which um if i'm not mistaken they created it in 2018 yes it was created in 2018 this was basically the upgraded version of it and they say it's orange and pink it doesn't look orange and pink but they say it's orange and pink and so i'm gonna go with the designer that says it's orange and pink so the first strip of color is for gender non-conformity then independence then community and the white represents q relationships to womanhood after that is serenity and peace after that love and sex and then the last color stands for femininity very interesting how every color means something you know it's always fantastic especially find out about these things but then yes now let's see let's find out how how can you know well well the main thing for you to know what to know if you're a lesbian or not is if you're a woman and you like women and only women so yeah that's what lesbian is so yeah so I guess you can say okay now I'm giving you like if you are in the doubting I mean okay not, not doubting questioning your sexuality about well, questioning your sexuality as a woman. Um, ways you can kind of figure out if you are is if like you're always like your eyes are always drawn to women. You see women everywhere. Most of your friends are women. And when you're on a date with a guy, you're thinking about your female best friend. Apparently, that's what it is. I don't know if that's true. So for all so to the lesbians that are to women that identify as lesbians please um clarify i cannot clarify but please can you give us like any ideas and uh, basically tell us how you basically discovered that you're lesbian like if you ever questioned your sexuality how did you come up to the conclusion that you know what I'm actually lesbian? Yeah. So we can just inform each other and 
don't get that apologist and basically i'm guessing being gay is the opposite of that <laughs> but anyway now that we look at lesbians we're gonna look at gays right and look at gay because yes. and then gay as we all know is a man who is homosexual yeah. and the man who is homosexual is what gay is but let's find out where the word gay comes from So the word gay arrived in English during the 12th century from Old French gay, which is spelled the G-A-I, most likely deriving ultimately from a Germanic source. In English, the word's primary meaning was joyful, carefree, bright, and show, and the word was very commonly used with this meaning in speech and literature so now we know uh, for the longest time gay was just to express the fact that you are joyful carefree bright and showy right that's what it says to me yeah homosexual men only starting from the 20th century I mean it did have sexual connotations before but only starting in the 20th century did it begin to be used specifically to mean homosexual So the word may have started to acquire associations of immorality as early as the 14th century but had certainly acquired them by the 17th. By the late 17th century, it has acquired the specific meaning of addicted to pleasures and dispositions, an extension of its primary meaning of carefree implying uninhibited by moral constraints. A gay woman was a prostitute gay man a womanizer in a gay house a brothel huh. interesting interesting how a gay house was called a brothel just in case you don't know what a brothel is a brothel or brodello or ranch or whole house is a place where people engage in sexual activity with prostitutes. <sighs> if we read further, it's basically technically any premises with any premises, any girl. 
technically any premises where prostitution commonly takes place qualifies as a brothel. But, you know, for legal or cultural reasons, brothels describe themselves as massage parlors. So, that's a new something to know on that outside. Yeah. So, basically, that's what it was and this well the reason why they say this is because um, they found an example in a, in a letter to a London court in 1885 during the prosecution of brothel madam and pro procurious Mary Jeffries that had been written by a girl while slaved to a French brothel let's find out mary jeffries was a madam and procurer in london's underworld during the late 19th century okay i'm guessing a procurer is like a pimp let's just make sure and not procurer Seriously, they're not giving me anything. Okay, let me see. Definition. Is that definition? Mm. Prosecute. Okay, I'm gonna guess that, yeah, no. I'm, I'm gonna go with pimp because they're not telling me anything. Anyway. The use of gay to mean homosexual was often an extension of its application to prostitution. A gay boy was a young man or boy serving male clients. Similarly, a gay cat was a young male apprentice to an older hobo and commonly exchanging sex and other services for protection and tutelage. Hmm. A hobo is a migrant worker or homeless vagrant, especially one who is impoverished. The term originated in the western, probably northwestern United States around 1890, like a tramp who works on the coast. Hmm, interesting. How? This is very interesting. The application to homosexuality was also an extension of the words sexualized connotation of carefree and uninhibited, which implied a willingness to disregard conventional or respectable sexual mores. Sexual mores, or well, its sex, sexual acts, which is a branch of philosophy that considers the ethics of morality or otherwise in sexual behavior. 
interesting i did not know sex and ethics well now that i think about it it does make sense i mean consent is a form of ethic right Uh, such usage documented as early as the 1920s was likely present before the 20th century although it was initially more commonly used to imply heterosexuality and constrained lifestyles as in the once common phrase gay lotherio or in the title of the book and film the gay falcon which concerns a womanizing detective whose first name is gay So basically, gay was just a humanizing man before it shifted to homosexuality. Hmm. Would you look at that? Now we know that. It's really interesting finding all these things. Finding out these things and how everything, and like how everything became about. Interesting, interesting indeed. So I searched up and everything, and it turns out that the gay flag is just the pride flag. So, yeah. um, so how this came about was Baker, the creator of the flag, saw the rainbow as a natural flag from the sky. So he adopted eight colors for the stripes, each color with its own meaning. Hot pink for sex, red for life, orange for healing, yellow for sunlight, green for nature, turquoise for art, indigo for harmony, and violet for spirit. Hmm. So that's basically the gay flag. So, gay flag is basically flag yeah it doesn't the gay flag doesn't have a specific flag like other sexualities and genders within the community like for instance how the transsexual um, the transgender flag is pink blue and white as opposed to the rainbow color you know interesting because I thought I mean uh, quite honestly the pride flag and you know it's a pride flag but also at the same time I'm like isn't that the gay flag you know now I know that it, it basically shares the same thing although they are slowly um, progressing the the pride flag you should know this because I did inform you in the previous episode about flags so boom so yeah, that is that is that. Interesting, isn't it? How all of this came about and everything. Looking at these things, quite frankly, 
you know what i think we're gonna end our episode on just the two genders because the next one i want to talk about bisexuality and pansexuality because those two are mainly mostly 100% all the fucking time confused between the two and miss um miss explained misjudged or something yes but then yes that's so that's where we're gonna end today's episode on gay and lesbian so now you know oh sorry i forgot to include how to know if you're gay which quite honestly i think it's going to be the same with with all of them Basically, having well, actually no, except for guy friends, not entirely. But we're gonna make sure because you know I'm here to inform you, and I'm not gonna have s inform. Okay, so let's get to it, right? So, so basically. They call it gay symptoms. I don't know why they call it that. But for you to find out that they call it that, I don't know why. Um, there are a lot of courses that you can take. Right? And whatnot. So, if you want to check, you can definitely... Um, take a quiz. Although, quite honestly... However you feel, you don't really need to label yourself or anything. Quite honestly, you don't need to label yourself or anything. So, yeah. So, why aren't I finding anything? Um, Okay. See, now they're not giving me anything. But as I was saying, you know how you feel is valid. If you feel the need to have a label, that's fine. You can search and everything. But you don't have to have a label. If you don't want to have a label, it's fine. You know your sexuality is your business. Mm, It's not really. if you want to share it you can share it if you don't want to you keep it to yourself because it's you it's about it's your feelings and you don't have to share them with anyone it's your choice but then yes so the one thing that i guess you can find out or something is um your sexual your sex dreams your sexual thoughts and feelings of intense attraction towards people the same gender as you that definitely like if you do have these 
have sex dreams about people the same gender as you sexual thoughts about people that are the same gender as you So, yeah. Unless, of course, it's just that one person. Then, I don't know if it's different. If you just attribute to that one person, or it can change. You know, I should actually search on that. And then I'll formulate. I must say, like, quite frankly, even though sex dreams and your intense feelings and whatnot, they are, like, a good indication there isn't really a perfect way to know um to know your sexuality quite frankly like you could literally be like how do I explain this quite frankly you are going to question your sexuality a lot in your life until you feel comfortable with the sexuality that you identify as and until you have that feeling of relief and the feeling of finally belonging somewhere then you're going to keep on questioning your sexuality and everything and sometimes it's not even the sexuality it's more of the gender that is basically what has got you feeling that way so i'd i'd say like don't rush yourself don't panic or anything but please okay all the people that identify as gay please um tell us how how you came about to this for you I mean, obviously you were born this way, but how did you come to the conclusion that you are gay, you know? Like, were you set on this, that you're gay? Or was it something that came about later on in your life, you know? But like, please tell us, how did you find it? Because sometimes, we actually have to experience something whether it be the relationship or excuse me a sexual interaction that can actually help you discover your sexuality like to know your sexuality if you're doubting so sexual encounters can help you I'm not saying go and have sex no that's not what I'm saying I'm saying sometimes you might actually not realize it until you experience something that pushes you in that direction okay not push you that's that's like not a good term to use but like more like directs you in that direction if that makes sense it probably doesn't make sense but yeah so that's what i'm saying discovering one sexuality and gender is not an easy thing especially with the society that we're in and how no matter how much we are evolved no matter how much we would like to believe that you know there's much more acceptance you know there's still those people that think that 
your feelings are invalid or they are sin or you are not okay in the head or something like that it's still like that and that could be scary especially if it happens that it's any one of your family members that you actually love and care about and this is how they feel about this it can be rough so let me say don't rush yourself in this if you're doubting yourself it's okay if you want to make sure have experiences but don't just like get into a relationship without letting the person know because that's being selfish if you're going to experience or if you want to test or make sure of your sexuality that you want to identify with whoever that you're going into a relationship with to basically clarify for you for like a better words clarify for you your gender and your sexuality and whatnot inform them that there is a possibility that i am gay or lesbian and that i am in this relationship to basically get that understanding because gaslighting them or rather putting them in the dark is not fair on them because they also investing as much as you are investing and there is a possibility that they could be investing more than you because you're the one who's in that relationship too basically prove to yourself if the way you feel is simply because that's how you are or is something else so yeah that is my two cents on that yeah, I hope you guys learned something today I did learn a few things I think but like I am at this point I am <laughs> because I'm getting sleepy not I'm still sleepy I'm getting sleepy so I might have not been making sense so I apologize if I did not make any sense but don't you worry okay for as long as I live I will make sure I cannot make sure no I will make sure that that whatever I can provide to make your journey of discovering your gender and sexuality easier, I will provide. And quite frankly, if you need, like, I will not say advice because I'm bad at advice, but if you need, like, someone to talk to about these things or basically. Like you need someone to give you references in any way to help you get through all of this. I am here. Like you can go to my Instagram DMs. I will answer you. You can go to my Insta- my Twitter as well. I will answer you. Like completely answer you because I know how it is to be in that position where you don't know who to talk to about this whole thing even though actually i realized that i i brought it upon myself because i could have spoken to my older sister and i could have also again not really spoken to my parents but yeah no i couldn't have spoken to my parents
but I could have spoken to my older sister and I never t- took the chance and also I had a few friends I have a few friends within the community which I could have spoken to because they were out at the time I mean they were already out and I was still um, trying to figure out everything and I always thought you know it's taboo to feel this way and everything and it was I always had the thought of these people are just wrong are just wrong because you know internalized internalized homophobia yeah it is bad but I got over it because now I'm accepting myself because I know what I am and I'm happy okay it made me love myself more and appreciate myself if you need a person to talk to who understands how it is to feel basically alone in this journey i am here for you i promise you i'm here for you so yeah feel free <laughs> okay and uh today's recommendation is what am i recommending today i have something in my head to recommend oh That one, it is a Japanese movie, right? And um, yeah, it's a Japanese movie, <laughs> and I think you should watch it. It's interesting. It's very interesting. Oh, it's a, it's a. I want to say it's a gay movie, but it's a game. Okay, I'm gonna say it's a game. And then, um, you, uh, as well as below her mouth, that's a lesbian movie. Very interesting. And um, yeah, I suggest you do, you watch that with your phones, and you definitely do not watch that with your parents because if you thought Fifty Shades was bad, these two hours, okay. Like they are ninety nine percent porn and one percent um storyline, but they are interesting. Even though like majority of it is porn, but like they are interesting. Promise you, you will enjoy them. Not because majority of it is porn, but you will enjoy them. I promise. But then yes, that is my recommendation for today. Please let me know how they were. How you how it was to watch them and everything <laughs> but then yeah anyway that is all for me that's my two cents of today's episode <laughs> how we enjoyed it but then yes <laughs> you know like i'm doubting the recommendations like should i let them be there or what but anyway that is all for me. I am your host, Lewu, signing off on It's a Curious Rant. <laughs> <laughs>